Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast. Each week, your host, Casey Haston, Director of Recruiting at VIP, will bring you valuable insights from thought leaders, introduce you to incredible companies, and bring you tips for landing your dream job from our team of executive recruiters at VIP. And now, Casey Haston. Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast, a podcast devoted to adding value to your career or candidate search, brought to you by VIP. I'm your host, Casey Haston. I'm an executive recruiter, director of recruiting with VIP, and your all-around hiring guru. And I love to bring you tips and tricks and hacks and all the things when it comes to finding your dream job or making the job that you have your dream job. So to that end, today on the show, I'd like to welcome KJ Johnson, Executive Director for Dress for Success Dallas and founder of KJ Strategy Design Studio. KJ has 25 years in leadership experience in both nonprofit and for-profit sectors. That was a mouthful. (laughs) She focuses on all of those things. So thanks for joining us today, KJ. Super excited to be here. Thanks, Casey. I, you know what? You are so generous with your time and I so appreciate that. You know, when I ask you to speak to our young executives Mm -hmm. for Success North Dallas, you were like, of course. (laughs) And I don't know if I shared this with you or not. After you talked to them about dressing for success, Mm -hmm. one of the young executives went straight to the men's (laughs) warehouse and bought like 10 blue shirts and all the things that you told him to do. His dad, who introduced me to him, called me Mm -hmm. later and he's like, thanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I absolutely love that story. My goal is always just to help people, right, be who they are, right? And a lot of times people are not truly being authentic uh, and trying to fit in, right, to make other people around them feel comfortable. Uh, So my goal is to always just help you shine as the authentic you. I love that. How did we meet? I like to draw that connections because I think it's so important that people realize the importance of networking, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. even, you know, it's not just networking to meet people. You've got to develop those relationships. But how did we meet? You know what, Casey? I think we met through B10 Capital. That's correct. (laughs) The great Juliana Villegas. Shout out to Juliana. Yes. So she was having her monthly girls, girl power luncheons. And I had the opportunity to meet that and meet you. And I think we were sitting right next to each other and we became ace coon boom friends. <laughs> I know. And I was just like, I think we could make a show with your right. time, what you do. That's amazing. Yes, so yes. tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to dress for success where you are today. Yeah. So that, it was so funny. Right. So of course, right. I worked in corporate America and I always tell people like, really, it was 30 years. Like I'm really like up in age. I know a lot of people don't want to believe that, but. <laughs> It is, yay. (laughs) But anyway, I was a facilitator, right? So I did training, sales training. Uh, And in sales training, right, you really are teaching Mm -hmm. people more about uh, not necessarily a products or service, right? Because at the end of the day, right, the customer must buy you before they buy the product or the company. So I did that and kind of hit a little bit on nonprofit while I was at Verizon, uh, right? So I did both a VP as internal affairs and external affairs. So after my career in corporate America, right, I started my own business, right? KJ Strategy Design Studio, uh, which is where I speak. I became an author, right, and all those good things. And so probably about two years ago, a girlfriend of mine reached out and she said, hey, KJ, we have a board position open, right, at Dress for Success, right? And we would love for you to come on and be a board member. And she said, don't come on because of me, 
pray about it, right, and see if this really would be a good fit. And I really appreciate her doing that. So I went and looked up the organization. I had heard of them before, you know, and I was just like, yeah, this is a great pairing, right? So they interviewed me. I came on uh, as a board member. This was June uh, 2021. And uh, probably about two, three weeks later, uh, we had our first, my first board meeting and the interim ED at that time resigned on the spot. Yeah. And so we was like, okay, you know, so we thanked her for her service, you know, and all that good stuff. And so when she left the call, we was like, okay, now what are we going to (laughs) do? Right? Because board members have full-time jobs, right? Right. So I said, well, you know, I have my own business. The office is only open Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays between 10 and 3. I can fill in. I said, because as long as I have my laptop, I can work from anywhere, right, until we find somebody. So 30 days later the CEO came to me and said, KJ, we found our executive director. And I was like, okay, thinking we're getting ready for an interview. And she's like, no, it's you. (laughs) So that's how I became. Uh, I was interim for about six more months. In January of last year, I became the permanent executive director. That's a lot. And (laughs) how do you, and, and really, from my curiosity, how do you pair or manage, mm-hmm. balance your business and have an, another full-time job? Let me tell you, it's a lot of work. It really is. Uh, but I have to tell you, Case, I'm very passionate about both. Uh, and, you know, people talk about work-life balance. Um, I always help people to try to understand this, right? You simply have to be where you need to be when you need to be there. Mm. Sounds so simple. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so if, if you got things you need to do at the job, right, yeah. the boss is calling right for these things have to be done, de- deadlines, right, then you have to do that. Right. And then when you can be at home with your kids to do whatever you need to do, right, then you do that. Fortunately for me, my son has grown. <laughs> Same. Right. Living in uh, Tampa, Florida, he's 37 years old, so I don't have any little ones at home. I'm not married. So I have really that flexibility. Uh, But I do try to make sure that I get in my time uh, because at the end of the day, if I don't take care of me, then I can't help take care of you. Oh, that is so important. Somebody told me instead of calling it Mm self-care, and let me see how this resonates with you, they call it self-optimization. And the reason that they call it self-optimization is because he said, when you say self-care, it sounds a little selfish, like you're taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. But when you say self-optimization, you're taking care of yourself so that you can shine for others. Yeah. I just call it self-love. Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the different terms, but I really like that self-optimization. Yeah. Yeah. So It sounds good. So I want to talk to you about dressing for success because okay. we've ha- we've seen some trends lately mm-hmm. and we'll get into those. But, you know, <laughs> dressing for success is such a powerful phrase. Mm-hmm. And it, it's true that, you know, I mean, how we dress can really lead to that first impression, mm-hmm. right? Yes. How people perceive us, especially mm-hmm. if you're in a job search or something Absolutely. like that. So I'm curious, what have you seen as we're coming out of this pandemic as far as dressing? Yeah, you know what? The pandemic really has given us really that flexibility. Uh, a lot of employers, right, are really wanting to make sure that their employees, right, are performing at a high level. And if that means to kind of relax a little bit on the dress code, they do. Uh, And what I'm seeing really is what we saw before, right? If you're customer facing, they do have standards, right? Because you want to make sure, because at the end of the day, it is first impression, right? And a lot of times, right, we don't think about this, Casey, right? But within the first seven seconds of somebody meeting you, 
they make 11 decisions about you. That is crazy. And it is all based on appearance. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. And I don't think our brain can control that. Yeah, no. It happens automatically. You do it. I yeah. do it, right? And then you spend the rest of that conversation trying to convince you that what conclusions you came to are really true. Yes. <laughs> it's that yeah. whole, what do they call it, that reptilian reptilian yes, brain absolutely it's yeah. crazy so it's critically important you know but i truly believe that you need to dress what makes you feel good right uh, and we all have that right so really making sure you bring in your own personal flavor yes. right to your clothes and if you do work at a corporate job that does cause for those i kind of look at it kind of think about you know when we in the bumper cars right so there's there's cushion there yeah right because they have standards right but again, allowing you enough flexibility, right, to be who you are and be authentic so that you can perform at high level. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. So, you know, and I think that, you know, working from home has had a big impact on that <laughs> as well. Um, and But I will say, I just wanted to kind of throw this out there real quick, that, you know, my office today is very mm -hmm. different from my office pre-pandemic. Sure. You know, but of course, at that time, the difference was, you know, we were having candidates and clients come into the mm -hmm. office and all that got shut down for two right. years. It didn't make sense to have to wear a suit and tie. Exactly. And exactly. So, and like, if you told me now I couldn't wear tennis shoes to the office, I would cry. <laughs> I like my tennis shoes. You know, the days that I have to wear, right. dress up, and you know, sure. if I'm entertaining a client, I'm just mm -hmm. like, okay, I will put my big girl shoes on at the very last minute. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Hey, you know what? I remember last December I had a speaking engagement, right? And it was at a gala. So, like, you're supposed to be formally dressed, right? Yes. And so, for whatever reason, I made the mistake and went out and bought a brand new pair of shoes. All and you right? wore them for the first Ladies time? Ladies never do that, right? Oh. For the first time, right? And so, as I walked into the clubhouse, I was just like, okay, these shoes are really not going to work. Like, KJ, you're not going to make it. <laughs> so, when I got to my table where I was sitting, I said, you know what? I'm just going to take them off. And it is what it is, right? So I took my shoes off. They introduced me. I went to right the podium and I said, I know that y'all see, right, that I don't have my shoes on. So see, I don't already got the party started, <laughs> right? So I just kind of made a joke out yeah. of it, right? And just went on and did what I need to do. But you know, at the end of the day, right, you're here to hear me speak. That's right. right. You're so, not there to look at your feet. Feet, right. Even though people were, you know, especially when I mentioned it, they were definitely looking, but nobody said anything to me. You know what I'm saying? So people was excited about what I had to say. So that was crazy. Yeah. I love that. I love that you did that. You know, okay, but let's talk about when people like, we do a lot of Zooms nowadays. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. how important is attire for a Zoom meeting or a it video is. meeting? Yeah, it's very important, right? And I know today what people have done is, right, they dress cute up top. The Zoom professional. Suits. Yeah, up top. And then, right, you may have on your on PJs, right, and all that stuff. And I always tell people at the end of the day, right, if you can really make sure that you have turned your camera off right prior to getting up because we've seen a lot of accidents we happen with that. Um, and, and, if, and if you're able to, because at the end of the day, you got to one, know your stuff and yep. deliver your stuff through presentation, right? So if you're able to do that and just have the top part of you right professional right and you got on your boxer shorts or your PJs down at the bottom, house shoes or whatever case may be, fine. But at the end of the day, just remember to turn your camera off before you stand. There's been some really bad mistakes made yes. by not turning 
off that camera, man. Yeah. And let me tell you, I've never done it because I just dress professional all the way. Now, I may not have on shoes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. But I'm dressed. And I do that just because of my, you know, experience, right? I was a facilitator for 30 years, right? I was always up in front of people. I taught sales, right? Yep. So I'm still a little bit old-fashioned, right, and just making sure, right, that you're professionally dressed when you, you know, approach your consumer or whoever it is, right, that you're needing to deliver. Because, again, in sales, right, what's the number one word that salespeople don't like to hear? No. No. Right. And a consumer will tell you no based on anything. Yes. Right. And it doesn't have to be about the product. It doesn't have to be that you didn't show them how it's going to benefit them. But because they're looking at your attire. Right. And they may not feel like, well, look, you didn't think enough of me. Right. To dress appropriately. And they could easily tell you no. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things. I'm glad you said that about making sure your camera's off if you want to, you know, mm -hmm. not dress the full. But I tell people when, like my candidates, when they're mm -hmm. interviewing for a job, I'm like, go ahead and dress. You never know what's going to happen. Absolutely. You don't know if a kid's going to run in, you're going to have to stand up and grab them. You <laughs> just don't know. That's true. And That's so true. I just recommend it's just easier just to go ahead and put on the full. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a suit and tie on for the video interview, but you do need right. to have dress pants, not shorts, and yeah. definitely not your boxers. Yeah, and I'll tell you this, Casey, too. It puts you in a different mindset. It does. It really, really does. So if you got play stuff on in the bottom, you may really not be able to bring and showcase your experience and education, right, to that potential hiring manager. So I just tell you, right, go totally professional, right, be in that mindset, right, so that you can articulate your education and experience to that potential manager. So if you were in charge of the world... <laughs> <laughs> And you got to set the standard dress code for all offices. What do you think that should look like? Wow. That is an excellent question. Thank you. Oh, my God. I just put you in charge. Yeah, I love that. You know what? I would, I would really tell people to be mindful of who they engage with every day and dress accordingly. Right? So if you're not, if you're in tech, right, and customers don't see you you can wear t-shirts and jeans and a hoodie i would just yeah i would just like make sure they're clean <laughs> <laughs> please please do right um and i think showering is also not optional yeah <laughs> absolutely right but for the most part i probably would do the old business casual um dress and just let people be who they are because as long as you're giving me everything you got while you're at work we're good yeah you're an easy boss yeah absolutely i love that yeah absolutely so all right, what about tailored clothing? Yeah. Do you think that makes you look more, not more professional? And would you recommend that somebody have at least one or two pieces of tailored clothing? It depends on the work that you do. Okay. Right. So I would say that if you're always constantly in front of that potential client, right, because you're in sales, yep. right, I would always recommend you to have one or two uh, pieces. You don't have to have that for your entire wardrobe. There are some great uh, suits that's on the line today um, and you can always easily get them tailored to fit you yes right you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. so I would recommend that you do that um, but yeah one or two pieces definitely doesn't hurt I, I have one well probably two really good suits okay that mm -hmm. you know I invested in because I knew that you know for speaking and those I Absolutely. had tailored and a lot of times I have to have my pants tailored because my legs are so short <laughs> so <laughs> 
Right, and I usually need extra material because I'm tall. Uh, yeah, I don't have that problem whatsoever. I'm like, can you take off about three inches off the bottom? Yeah. Even if yeah, and just like I told your young executives, right, I'm a firm believer, right, in you at least having two black suits, two navy blue suits, right, and if brown looks good on you, have your two browns and then have your two grays. You got to have your basics, right, because that's always important, and then you can pour in any other, you know, cultural artistic flavors that you may have uh, with that right because you can always have fun men you can have fun with your ties your socks right ladies we get to have fun all the time our blouses our jewelry right our shoes our purses right so there are a lot of accessories that we can utilize right that will help us showcase our own artistic uh, expression yeah i love that so i loved um when you were addressing your dress for success honorees the other night okay and you were talking about what the women get in the program. And I'd love if you would just share a little bit about what you do, because if I remember correctly, you, you don't accept used clothes, right? Right. Well, we accept used clothes. They just need to be gently worn. Okay. <laughs> gently worn, laundried, right? And a lot of times, if you tell your dry cleaners that you're going to be donating your clothes, a lot of times they'll give you 30% off. Really? Yeah. So it's just a matter of mentioning it, right? So you've always heard, right, clothes mouths don't get fed. Just got to ask the people. I had people. no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and, and so, kind of walk me through okay. it. I'm a woman that I'm going to participate in your program. What does that look like for me? Okay. Awesome. Right. So one of the first things we do is we always send you what's called our client intake form, right? And what is a client intake form? It tells us basic information about you, services that you need, and then of course your sizes. Okay. Um, and then you set your appointment right based on your availability. And then you come into the office, right? We're going to check to make sure that you did fill out that form. We're going to offer you coffee, water, cappuccino, right? All that good stuff, right? To make sure you feel good. Um, and then initially, right, we're going to take you into the conference room. We're going to kind of go over uh, the Dress for Success mission and vision and right, why are we here? Uh, we share with them what their two-hour experience is about to be because that's always fun. Um, and then we have them sign off on a release, right, so that it's okay for us to take pictures as well as their testimony, right, to share it on our social media. Everybody doesn't necessarily sign off on that, Casey, right, as you can imagine. Really? Yeah, because some clients that we serve, right, have are victims of domestic violence. Oh, okay. They're that in makes homeless sense. shelters, right? So, you know, they're trying to protect themselves from their abusers, right? So we definitely get that. But we still take their picture just so we have it in their folder, right, and we know who's who. Right, so we do that. Uh, and then, of course, most do sign off. We take them back up front, and we take their before picture. And, Casey, it never fails. Oh, I didn't do my makeup. Oh, I don't have my hair done. We like, it's okay, right? It's just for our files. Um, and then from there, we take them to the career center. Because a lot of times, Casey, people just think we just dress people for success, right? So we always yeah. like to tell people that we are, we're more than a suit. We're more than a suit. So we're going to take them to the career center. Uh, we're going to look at their resume, uh, you know, tweak it based on what they've shared with us, what, the direction that they want to go in as it relates to their work experience. And we have for them to just kind of walk us through work experiences, right? And we get deep. Why did you leave this job? What happened here, right? Because that's critically important. Yeah. yeah. So that we can guide them. So we do that. So we either building a resume from scratch, tweaking an existing one, maybe it's to do a mock interview, right? So how do you articulate yep. your education experience, right, to that hiring manager? And then, Casey, we'll take a peek at your LinkedIn profile. Good. Right? Yes, because a lot of people don't notice, Casey, that 70% 
of hiring managers will actually go look at your social media footprint. I, I think it's probably a higher, higher percentage than, yeah. now. So we always tell them, be careful about what you post on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> be careful about what, you know, how you respond, you know, comment and so all those good. things. And we tell people like, why is that critically important? Because the employer has values. And they want to hire people, right, that will align with their yes. values. So always remind us of this. You have two brands that you're taking care of. One is your personal brand, right, representing you. But you also take on the brand of the organization that you work for, right? So I'll tell you this. I usually tell people, right, that I'm a secret road rager. I know that's <laughs> secret road rager, right? <laughs> Which means what? The people that I'm upset with don't know it, right, because I don't show it. <laughs> And I'm always reminding myself, KJ, you're the executive director of Dress for Success. That's not going to look good on the news, right? <laughs> uh, so I always remind myself, right? So just remind yourself of who you are. There you go. <laughs> right? I love yes. oh, You know what? That is so good. Yeah. That's not going to look good on the evening news. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's always where I go. It won't look good on the awesome. news. Awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So. And how many outfits do they get? So on that first visit, they get two. And here's the deal, right? They get two full outfits. So if we give you a suit, that also includes a blouse, okay. right? If you get a dress, if we give you a dress that's sleeveless, we're going to provide you a blazer. Uh, you get a pair of shoes. They get three accessories. So it could be earrings, a necklace, a watch. It could be an earrings, necklace, or a scarf. So whatever three accessories, right, my image consultant says look good with these outfits. Uh, we give them a brand new bra, right? So bras always have tags on them. Uh, and then we give them a purse, right? Uh, and here's the fun part that I implemented right since I've been there. So right outside of my office. This is what I wanted <laughs> you to talk about. Is a long hallway that I've converted to the KJ catwalk, right? So one of the things that I do is I have the young ladies to put their hands on their hips, head up in the air. I always turn on Whitney Houston's I'm Every Woman, and then they have to walk the runway. And I tell them they can't leave my office until they do it right. Oh, I love it. That just gives me chills. But it also gives them a sense of you know, look at me. Yeah. I, I look good. It boosts their confidence, yes. right? And that's what it's about. Because I tell people, right, competency alone won't get you the job. You have to be confident and you got to be able to display that. And if you can't, it doesn't matter how good your resume look. If you can't articulate that confidence that you can do the job, yep. you won't get the job. It's just that simple. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And then after... Don't you give them more mm -hmm. outfits? I mean, what? Yes. It's, when you tell me how many outfits you give these people, I'm a wow. Yes. So once they land the job, we give them five more outfits so they can make it for the week. And then we have personal and professional development uh, workshops every month. So sometimes they're lunch and learns, and then sometimes they're in person. It just kind of depends. And for every three that they attend, they get two more outfits. So our goal is, right, we stay with the woman for at least 18 months to 24 months, right, to really help her sustain, get on her feet so she can take care of herself, right, and so she can take care of her family. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love awesome. that. And just in all of this really applies to, you know, everyone. If you're looking mm -hmm. for a job, all of this that mm -hmm. we've talked about today yeah. can be critically important to those first impressions. Absolutely. And continued Absolutely. impressions. Absolutely. So. Yes. Well, I am excited that you were here today, but I'm not letting you get out of here without answering my VIP questions. All right. Are you, you ready? It. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So if you were chosen to be one of the first colonists on Mars, what three things or people would you take with you? All right. So I'm going to take Cheryl Sandberg. I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. She was the former COO of Facebook. 
Oh, okay. Yes, you do know who she yep. is. We got to have some technology, right? So I believe she'll be able to help us with that. <laughs> Michelle Obama, for several reasons, right? So not only politics, she's an attorney. She's going to help us grow some food because she's all about growing them gardens and she's going to keep us fit. <laughs> we got to have some food, Casey, right? Yes, you do have to have some food. And then the third person, who did I say? Oprah Winfrey. Oh, that would be an interesting one to take. Yeah, absolutely. She right? can tell stories. Media, communicate. Absolutely. Right. We're going to be reading. Yes. <laughs> She's going to be writing and we're going to be reading. <laughs> yeah. So that would be my three. Awesome. <laughs> so what is one thing you do each morning to set your day up for success? Meditate. Yes, me too. Every morning. Do you do guided or just breathing? Just breathing. Good for you. Mm -hmm. I do guided. Okay. I like guided. Yeah, Absolutely. If your life's work was being summarized in a news article, what would the headline be? It would be poised and positioned for purpose. Poised and positioned for purpose. FYI, I'm writing a book entitled just that. Uh, of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> When's the book coming out? Oh, hopefully by the end of this year. That is awesome. Yeah, excited. That is so awesome. Yeah. And you, you said that you're already an author. So mm -hmm. how many books do you have out already? Uh, two. So one is called 50 Shades of Inspiration. And then I have... Fifty Shades of Inspiration, the workbook. So I don't just give you inspiration, right, and context behind it, but then I give you a workbook. Because, right, what happens when you read inspiration, right, or you hear it, right? You, you're in yeah. the moment, but then soon it's gone, right? And yeah. you're not thinking about it. So I created the workbook so that you can, and I give you three questions, right, so that you can really apply it right to your life because Casey this is one thing that I teach as well is that this right no matter what you've been called to do right our job is to inspire impact influence and then therefore you leave an imprint on the hearts and minds of the people you encounter maybe that should be your title <laughs> your headline maybe a subtitle you know right that was really good yeah Thank you so much for being here. How do Thanks people find you? Because I know they're gonna people are gonna want to find yeah, you. Yeah, so you can go to Facebook. You can look me up, Karen KJ Johnson. So all on social media platter, uh, platforms, and then also too, I have a subgroup right called the Confident Woman. So you can find me by that as well. That is amazing, and we'll have all that information in the show notes as well. Yeah, I just have one last thing to say to you, okay. KJ. You are a VIP. Ah, thank you. So are you. And that's a wrap for today. Join us next week here on the We Are VIP podcast. We'd love to know how we can help you be a VIP. To find out more, log on to wearevip.com.